Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. My interview today is one of the, no, it is the best, most loving interview. It's not even an interview today. Some of you listeners called in and asked questions, very heartfelt, oh my gosh, questions to renowned, beautiful, I will even say an angel, Rosemary Altea. And um, this is celebrating the first anniversary of this podcast. And I know you will enjoy, and it is just so special to me. And I want to thank all of you for listening and supporting. And I want to dedicate this today to my beautiful children, Dean, Matt, and Carly, who are the loves of my life. Okay, so first question is from Carla. Hi, Carla. Do you want to Hi, wave Rosemary. I have a son who's 30 now and has multiple disabilities and challenges in this life and brings a lot of joy to our family. And my question is, do you believe that individuals choose their souls before they are born? I love that question, first of all. Um, I think... uh, I think what happens prior to us coming here to this earth, we, we talk to those who are wiser than us, who know better than us. We discuss what it is that we would might like to uh, learn to grow. Why, why, are we, why are we doing this anyway? Why are we coming here anyway? And there's always a reason. And it, usually that reason is about learning and it's about growth. Um, we do not necessarily... Uh, uh, decide where we're going, who, which family we're going to be connected to. We do not necessarily decide, um, you know, the the situation that we're going to be in. But we do decide: Do I want to learn? Do I want to learn the best, the most? How can I do that and put put me in that sort of an environment? So we do have some say over it. But those who are wiser and who know better than we might think well let's you know this this is going to be uh let's say a trial as far as your son is concerned i feel very strongly that he is um that he's a really strong character for all you've said that he's got all of these issues going on with him i think he's got a very strong character um but in a in a very profound way and i think that he chose to have this difficult path because I think that um, he, and it's an awful thing to say that. Why would somebody do that? Why would somebody choose that path? But I think he chose that path because 
that he he needs to learn he wants to learn he wants to grow and you know the best way we can learn very often is sort of going through the pain through the hurt through the difficulties they are our greatest teachers but I do want to say something else about this boy. I'm calling him a boy. I know you said he's 30, but I do want to say something else about him, which I think because my spirit guide, Grey Eagle, who is always stuck to my right side here. Uh, and um, I feel very strongly from what Grey Eagle tells me that this boy uh, potentially, I'd like to have more time to do it properly, but is potentially what we call an earth angel. And an earth angel, and I will just, give you a brief description of an earth angel if you want to know more you have to attend funnily enough you have to attend my webinar on saturday morning because we are talking about angels and different types of angels and so on but an earth angel is that um vehicle that person that is uh, directly connected to that god force to that universal god energy and um they are amazing because they don't just come to teach you and your family or their immediate family. They, they are able to, in their own way, touch just about everybody who meets them, who connects with them. They're able to affect and to inspire uh, and to tug at the heartstrings of those who come, who connect with them. And I think your son is one of these. I'm not saying it's definite. I would love to have more time with you, but I'm aware that there are other people around who also want questions. But it is possible that we're looking here when we're looking at your son, who's a very, very special child, because he is, after all, just a child. Um, it, he's very special. I hope, did that answer your question? Yes, thank you so much, Rosemary. But you connect with what I'm saying, don't you? Yes, I do. You know he's special, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Marla. Um, I'm going to jump around just a little bit. And Meg, could you ask your question, please? Hi there. Hi. Um, my husband has passed. And um, I wanted, I was hoping to know if there were any specific moments um, that he might want to uh, speak on since his passing as we have continued through our life's journey. And um, I also, I, I definitely know that he's with me. I, I feel him most days. Um, oops. Um, take, take a breath, sweetheart. Take a breath. Just take your time, take a breath. You're okay. Anyway, I, I, um, there's a specific way in which I feel his presence. And uh, I just wanted to know if maybe he could, in fact, confirm that for me. <laughs> well, I don't know who this is. I do have someone connecting to you, but it may very well not be your husband. And it oh, may actually be someone who connects to somebody else here sure. on this, uh, on our, in our little group. Uh, but I have, I can see a gentleman sort of quite clearly standing in front of me. Um, I'm no good on heights. I... I tall short I always get it wrong and it's always relative to to who you are and what you are anyway but I'm going to say sort of he seems to me to be tall-ish <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sort of rather slender face uh, and um, 
he tells me that he now this, this is difficult so i'm going to probably confuse you and as i'm talking to you you just keep saying yes to me or no to me i need i need to hear your voice because that's the way he's going to connect he'll connect with your voice and your voice vibration so if I confuse you, just say you're confusing me, Rosemary. It's okay, all right? But okay. I do uh, feel, she's laughing at me, yeah. And uh, I do feel from what he tells me, and, and this is, I'm confused myself here, but I know that he had some issues with his chest or with his breathing prior to his passing. Um, I could actually tell you that he passed very suddenly and very quickly, but it actually isn't that isn't right because I think that he had issues for a fairly long time prior to his passing. Have I lost you or do you understand me? Um, no, I am confused about that. Okay. So again, this man is talking to me about his chest, his breathing, his, his lungs and his heart specifically. That is yes. But so let me don't, don't say another word. Just let let me let me do this because I love being confused by those okay. spirit worlds. I really <laughs> love it. So it's like you know, it's, it's never easy, is it? So yes. So he's asking me, can I see him? I'm saying yes, I can. All right. So he's also asking me to repeat this. So I'm going to repeat it. And as I'm talking to you, you say yes to me or no to me, and it doesn't matter if it's no. Just I need to hear your voice. So he's his his chest, his breathing, his lungs, his heart, all of this stuff. Yes. When he, yeah, so let me do this again. If I'm not making it clear, this is going to be the best I can, I can get for you right now. All right. But even though I know that he had these issues, because when I'm looking at him and he's describing all of this to me, he must have had this condition prior to and not and you know not it didn't wasn't didn't come on suddenly but it might have appeared to you that it did but i know there were lots of issues going on and at the end he tells me he passed very suddenly very quickly but i feel that this problem was there way before he passed so he's blowing i know i've got the right connection i know this is your husband because he's blowing kisses at you not <laughs> at me not at me but at you uh as i'm talking to him and he wants you to know he tells me to tell you it's this and he's pointing to his chest is all of that stuff he's pointing them he points and he says it's gone it's all gone and i can breathe again and i'm you know yeah let's say yeah and i'm them not <laughs> and i'm younger i feel he says i feel younger because even if you didn't know what was going on he tells me he was tired at the end he was he would get tired easily or get exhausted easily so he's blowing you kisses says that he loves you very much and i'm sorry it can't be more than that but he does stand right by your side okay every day every thank day thank you right who's marla um <laughs> I keep forgetting to do that don't okay. i keep forgetting to say marla um brian hi rosemary i see you i hear you <laughs> well good <laughs> he listened I to the story unfortunately but <laughs> keep going 
Um, I'm missing, uh, I'm missing my nephew and, um, I would love to be able to hear from him. We've been working on what I call a project together. And I wonder if he enjoyed that project at the time that we're spending together. Well, first of all, and I'm not sure if this message is for you, but I'm going to do this anyway, because I'm connecting with someone who, uh, was killed in an accident of some kind. Anybody there know what I'm talking about? I, it could be me. I, okay. I don't know who could be me. Oh, Meg. I'm back. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Brian, that could be you, I guess. Okay. Yes. Patience, pay, hold on, uh, Brian. Was can you can you let me hear your voice again? Yes, Rosemary. Um. So that's okay. I don't see anyone. I'm trying to be as clear and as honest with you as I can be. I don't see anyone, but I'm aware of someone trying to connect with me who had some sort of an accident or a. I, this is weird. There's some sort of a blow. Uh, yeah, that's probably that could be me. No, I think this is I'm connecting with Brian here. So if I confuse you, Brian, please forgive me. Okay. Uh, as I'm as I'm saying, there are a lot of you, and um, I'm aware of the uh, I'm aware of the time and trying. I want to give everybody as much as I can. Um. Uh, do you know anything at all about a, a building project? Yes. So, this is a weird message for you. Probably going to confuse you. So, I've got I've got a young man who's standing to my right side here, talking about some sort of a building project. Okay. It, this built this project is not finished um it needs more work it's got you've got to have more work to it it's a great project and why aren't you getting on with it is the message okay have i, have I confused you completely <laughs> no oh good all right well let's go to the next question if there's any more i'll let you know okay Okay. Okay, Cassie. Um, hi, Marla. It's Jenny. Cassie's right here. Um, we, Rosemary, hello and thank you. We have a dog who passed away very recently and um, he was her best friend in the world, my daughter Cassie. And we just wanted to know, do, do dogs go to heaven and did he get there? I hope so. I really, I, I really hope so. And I'm, and I'm with you on the dog thing. I've got my puppy with me right now and he's on his way out too. So I'm totally relating with you here. Um, you know, our animals, they are often sent to us to, to, you know, to sort of, 
give us something and 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 they do give us a lot don't they they give us inspiration they give us love this unconditional love um yes uh i can absolutely tell you that uh, when you say go to heaven um everybody's idea of heaven is perhaps different than somebody else's but yes they do go to the light i've lost um four precious precious little animals my own self i've seen every one of them after they've passed um they come visit me from time to time they don't stay with me all the time they're far too busy doing other things and having a good time um i have my uh, my nino who is a labrador who is uh, i see him very close by um because his best buddy is the little puppy that i have snuggled up to me right now uh who is on his way out so i know that you know nino's come to collect him at some point I just, I'm hoping he doesn't go too soon, but I know he's on his way. So, yes. Um, and, you know, if you, and this might sound like a strange thing to say, but if you, if you want to connect with them, all you have to do is think about them or talk, talk to them. My grandson, Reese, he lost his puppy it's a, a year ago in uh, November. And I teach him through the healing process and through the meditation process. He's only seven, but I teach him anyway through the healing and meditation program process, how he can connect with his Piper, who he lost. And he, from time to time, and I'm, I'm staying here with him at the moment, I'm here for Christmas, and from time to time he'll say to me, Mosey, I think I can see Piper. And he calls me Mosey. Mosey, I think I can see Piper. And I'll look and there, there that little puppy is, and he's absolutely right. So you can tune into them and you can connect with them and don't think you've lost them because you haven't. They're just a whisper away, you know. Okay. Okay. Marla next. Um, Natalie. Hello. Thanks for taking Hi, Natalie. Hi. Thanks for taking my question. Um, so I've felt, um, and I've been told by some of my teachers uh, spiritual teachers, that there's an energy um, often described as a, a darker energy that, that's attached itself to me, uh, could be related to my matriarchal line, but more men. Um, I feel like it it's not only impacts me, but possibly my seven-year-old son who struggles a bit. And I wonder if there's anything you can either pick up from the family line or, or even speak to um, these sort of uh, energies that can attach to people if it needed to be more generic. Um, well, yes, there are dark souls. There are. Where there's light, there's dark. It's always, it's always the case. I'm not sure, though, who has told you that you have this dark energy attached to you. Um, whoever it is that told you, uh, number one is, and I can only speak to what you're telling me, but from what you're telling me, if someone told you that you had a dark energy around you, I would say that that someone was a completely and totally and absolutely irresponsible human I being. Say I shouldn't say a darker energy. It was sort of um, 
assumed. I should just say an energy from a matriarchal line. I, who was who assumed? Who assumed it was a darker energy? You know, I think I just assumed that it was a more intense energy. I don't know if I should say dark. I will tell you that you do have an incredibly intense energy around you. That is, that is true. But are you aware that that energy is so positive and so filled with light? Are you aware that you are potentially a healer? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay. The energy that you have might seem, might well seem to be a little bit threatening because it is, it is intense, it is strong, but it's beautiful. Uh, you're lovely. You should focus on at some point, and I do feel you will at some point in the future, you will focus on, on uh, you should focus on uh, developing those skills, those, those healing energies that you have. You should, uh, or hopefully you, you, you would consider, uh, really sort of um, learning to raise your level of consciousness, to become more consciously aware of who you are. And obviously, if you think there's dark energy around you, you don't know yourself at all well. And uh, you have this child who is gorgeous, with the same energy but if you're feeling negatively about it he it's not that the energy is negative by any means it, it is you projecting that nervousness or that negativity that he is connecting with are you a crazy person i'm asking you are you a crazy person no you, you are beautiful you have such a phenomenal energy and instead of worrying about the negativity of it or the intensity of it, you need to find a really good teacher. I don't, if anyone has told you or imply that you have a dark energy, they can't, they're blind because it's, it's emanating out from you. I think I must have said that. I think I actually projected that. Well, you know, yeah. and you're, be careful because you're protecting, pro projecting that same feeling onto your son who then is worried for you, not because there's anything to worry about, except if you keep going down that negative path and if you keep following that line of thinking, you know, he, he, he's, he will be affected by it because he is, as you are, a very, very sensitive and a very loving child. Um, you'll find, and I'm sure you've already found this from time to time, you go through some horrendous things. You've emotionally gone through the mill. You've, it's been really tough. It's not been an easy life. And on and on it goes. Well, welcome to my world, young lady. <laughs> because these are the ways that we learn and these are the ways that we grow. And it is only through our pains and our struggles that we do learn and we do grow. And, and it's those pains and struggles and those growing pains that we have that lead us to seek a more spiritual path. Yeah. So the time will come when you will be able to, you'll have an opportunity to perhaps find a good teacher or to find somebody who can teach you the way of the light. Beautiful blue energy around you. You've got fabulous healing hands. So you need to project that onto your son. Build light into your life. You are lovely. 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope I gave you a good kick up the bottom there. <laughs> Perfect. Marla. Okay, Carla, you have another question. I wanted to check on my mother and my nephew and see if they are together and if they have any messages for me. Um, not at this time, but I do have a message for you from my spirit guide, Great Eagle, if you're ready for this. Um, how can I put this so you don't misinterpret what I'm saying? I am not telling you that you have health issues. However, I'm telling you that there's some concern about your health. Um, I think you need to pay attention to, the, the, to, let's say, to your lifestyle. I think you need to pay attention to your diet. And, um, you know, you've got a lovely energy about you. Um, but I think you take care of other people in, uh, as a detriment to your own self. So you've got to pay attention to you. Okay. So you have to learn, number one, to say no. That's hard for you. <laughs> you have to learn to put yourself above other people from time to time. Not entirely, but you need to pay attention to taking care of you and giving to you right now. That is from my spirit guide. And if you don't do that, and if you continue to keep putting other people first, and you continue to keep putting other people's issues above your own, you're going to find that you will become extremely exhausted at some point. So please, could you learn to be a little bit selfish with yourself? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm not sure you're really thanking me, are you? <laughs> I'm a little bit hesitant about that. <laughs> well, it rings the bell, I'll say that. Oh, uh, wait a minute. No, it clangs a bell. <laughs> so, you know, just... Um, you know, it, it's so easy to get yourself into a situation whereby you, it's hard to say no to people. It's hard to say, you know, in, and people think, oh, she'll do it. Or I'll ask her, she'll do it. Yeah, she'll do it. And before you know it, you are compromising your own self and your own health because, you know, because you sort of get stuck in that role of, you know, you're the go-to person or you're the person who, you know, just wants to help other people and you need to stop that. Just a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, next is Levi. Hi, Rosemary. I have recently just been going through a very um, transitional and spiritually transformative time in my life. And I'm just really focused on strengthening my connection with the spirit world. So my question to you is, what are things that I can do to strengthen that connection? And are there any messages or words of guidance from the spirit world that I have not been able to hear yet? Levi, right? Yes. Your name? Levi? Yes. Well, my spirit guide has a lot to say to you. Uh, it's a question of knowing where do I begin? <laughs> I'm not quite sure where to begin. I do feel that you are on a very special journey. 
but I also feel that some of the people that you've been going to or some of the people that you've been connecting to have led you to be somewhat confused. Mm. I think that you've been told one thing by one person and then another person comes along and then you're told something by somebody else. And I think it leads to uh, confusion. And uh, you have an awful lot of potential, really a lot of potential. But Gregel is telling me to tell you that you need to start to, to trust yourself more. Mm. Just because someone is a guru or a teacher or whatever it is they call themselves does not mean that they know everything. I certainly don't know everything and i've been doing this for at least a hundred years if not longer you know what i'm saying just because i mean you know um just because someone says i can do this or i do that does not necessarily make it true and i think that in some ways from what i'm being told here and i have a, a man standing next to you who died very suddenly very quickly completely out of the blue like that a uh, massive heart attack, family to you. And as I'm talking to you, I can see him quite clearly standing next to you, but I'm trying to help you with your journey here with Grey Eagle. And I think that um, you have such potential, but you doubt yourself over and over again. Now, it's one thing to question, and, and I'm going to tell you that you should absolutely question. You really should every day. You should be critical. You should be skeptical because it's the only way that you're going to find the truth. But that is very different than, than not trusting yourself. Being skeptical is a good thing. Not trusting your inner thoughts, your inner feeling, your inner knowing is something else again. And I think that you have to work. If you were my student, I would say, right, I'm going to take you back to basics here. I'm going to take you back to that place where as a child, you suffered, you have low self-esteem. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, Levi? You have low self-esteem and I'm going, and I would say to you, now, where did that come from? Let's examine where it came from. Let's look at it. Let's accept it. Uh, I think that inside of you over the years you've had a lot of anger and frustration and you've been very very misunderstood now I get that we could most of us can say that to some degree or another but when you are a sensitive which is what you are uh, and you have this potential you have this you know beautiful energy around you when you have that you will go through those trials. So rather than being angry and upset about them, I want you to learn to embrace them if you can. I always say, you know, I had a bit of a tough childhood, to say the least. Uh, I've, you know, you, I, can, I can sit here and tell you all of my woes and, and troubles and all the rest of it. But actually, I, especially with, with my parents, I am so grateful because they taught me how not to be. So rather than holding on to the anger and the frustration, I would like you to take a good look at what has happened to you. Let it teach you how not to be, because that is a huge gift, all right? 
And once you can do that, and you can do that within yourself, then your self-confidence builds and the confidence in, in what you're going to be doing in the future, because I know you're going to be doing some good stuff in the future. So you're, you've got to build on that self-confidence. You've got to learn to trust yourself, trust what's inside of you, but always question, question, question. I think you're lovely. I think you'll do really, really well. I think you're on a journey. Be very, Gregor is cautioning you, be very, very careful who you listen to. And that includes me too. You know, <laughs> you don't, you know, we, none of us know, none of us knows everything. So, you know, just uh, take that and uh, be careful. If it sounds right, question it if it sounds wrong walk away okay but even if it sounds right question it think about it was that good advice was that good advice for me and then follow it and slowly slowly step by step you will you will get to your goal whatever your goal will keep moving anyway because you'll keep trying to attain more and achieve more and so on but if you were my student boy would i i would I would sort you out because <laughs> you're worth it. All right. Thank you so much. Mala. Um, okay. Carrie. Carrie, you there? I am. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Rosemary, for, for this time with you. Um, you touched briefly on animals in the spirit world as they cross over, and I do firmly believe that they are there with us when they pass on. Um, over the last couple of years, I have lost three cats that are very dear to our family, and because I've moved away, I'm just not sure if they have crossed over or if, if they just didn't come home, and I feel like I've abandoned them. So I'm not sure if you have any messages. I, I do, um, and I'm going. I'm sorry, but I'm going to interrupt you. If you, if there's more to the question, you can. I, hopefully, you'll be able to uh, uh, tell me later. But I've got to interrupt you because Gregor is talking to me about you, and um, it's just not just that you love cats. You adore cats. You're into them. You like. You like the cat lady. You like. You know. One of those weird people who just has trillions of cats. No, I don't really mean that, but you know what I'm it's saying. True. You are, you are, you know. He's, he's like, he loves you. My spirit guide loves you. He loves those cats, and you never need to worry about where they are because they are always protected by the spirit world. Number one, and as you walk through life you do realize that you've got a trail of cats from the spirit world just trailing you wherever you go right you do know that right so you just that's lovely yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm more of a dog person myself than a cat person but it's so it's so funny uh chris who's here with us today this, she's the lady with the christmas tree she just got a new kitten and he's beautiful his name is moonlight uh, so she'll appreciate you because the cat lady of the day, uh, here you are, they're, they are, it's not, you, you, and you, you're talking about three cats. No, there's more than three cats. You know that perfectly well. You've got them trailing, you've got a whole trail of them uh, over the years uh, walking with you and, and, and with you. And 
it doesn't matter where you move, they'll find you. You know that, don't you? I'm just wondering if I need to go back for these three or if the, the boulder flat irons have, have you know, <laughs> taken them in. <laughs> well, you don't need to worry about them because they're with you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go trek and find them. You don't, they'll, they find you. So they're with you. So I hope that, hope that helps. Okay, Marla, next one. I feel as if I'm on a, like a, you know, one of those, um, what do they call it? You know, the vegetables go by, then the gifts go by. What is that? Like a, you know, one of those conveying machine, a, a conveyor belt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The next is Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi. Um, <clears throat> I have a question about, um, this next phase in my life. I'm in, I'm graduating soon. And I'm thinking about grad school and everything. And, um, I would love to like get some guidance from my brother who passed um, a little over three years ago um, and just, yeah, guidance. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, your brother, you mentioned your brother, is he the handsome guy with the, what is that on his head? Um, I'm seeing a, a <laughs> well he tells me he's good looking what can I tell you uh, I'm seeing a young man who is wearing some sort of a cap or a yeah I'm going to say a cap you know how you see sometimes kids wearing caps but they're backwards on their head so the peak is at the back and the hat is at the front there yeah that's uh, him <laughs> uh, and uh, he's really uh, mischievous and funny and absolutely determined to come here to talk to you today. I've forgotten what your question is now because I'm so taken with him, I have to tell you. And he tells me, you know, he's got, he's got that, such a cheeky, because I'm British, wait a minute, what, what's the word for cheeky? Such an impish grin. He's got such an impish, impish grin as uh, he's uh, talking to me and, 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 and also to you. Um, let me just ask you, darling, there must have been some mention of you going on to, you, you just, didn't you just say you were graduating or something, but hasn't there been a mention of you doing extra studies or extra, extra studies or extra training or something like that? Yeah, I'm thinking of um, applying to grad school soon. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, you, are, you have to understand I'm British, so, so we do university. We don't necessarily do... You know, we have a different language here. So if I don't quite get what you're saying to me, don't let me confuse you in any way. Um, I think that you, according to what this young man tells me, uh, I don't know if you've just had your hair cut or if you're just thinking about having your hair cut, but he's talking about your hair. Um, he uh, likes it. Leave it alone. Don't know what that's about, but I'm giving you the message as it's coming to me. Um, you need to, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, I think he's worried that you're trying to be um, for your uh, for your parents, and uh, you're trying to be the best you can be for both of you. Um, 
Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, that makes sense. Just be yourself, would you? You can't, you can't take his role. You can't be superhuman. Just be yourself because that's all your parents want for you anyway. And that's all he wants for you. But he thinks that you are special. He tells me to tell you that he is your angel. You know that anyway. He walks with you and he's going to, you are going to be doing extra studies. Uh, and I think then after that, you'll be doing even more extra studies for a while. It'll seem like a long road, but he tells me you're so smart and so lovely. You'll, you'll really do really well. That's beautiful. Thank you. And he loves you. And he isn't dead. I hope you know that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that, right? Could you just yeah. give, a message, give a message to your family from him, please? Would you of just Would you just tell them hi, and he yeah. loves them, and he's yeah, just I as will. mischievous as he's just as mischievous as he ever was. Okay. Thank you, Marla. Um, yes, Ginny. <laughs> um, my father died in 1969, which is many many years ago. And he was, a, I just felt him around for a long, long time, for years. And I, I couldn't tell if he was here because he wanted really to be around and he was kind of checking on things or if he, want, he was having trouble crossing over. And okay. about 10 years ago, he, he left. He hasn't been, I mean, he didn't leave, but he hasn't been around like he was. And I'm wondering if someone or something helped him cross over. Um, well. I think your father is a little bit larger than life. He's got a lovely personality. I don't feel for one second he had trouble crossing over, but I think his issue was that he had trouble leaving you. Um, if you go back to that time and you go back to the emotional traumas and difficulties that you were going through, nothing to do with losing him and i think he felt that you needed him and that you needed him to be by you um then apparently you were able to deal with things you got on with your life he's still there with you he comes and goes he's not l left you he's not going anywhere for very long and when it is your time to pass i do feel that he will be there hop reaching out his hand to you to help you you know, to pull you over there. Uh, um, and so I do feel that he's very much still with you, but uh, this often happens if someone in the spirit, well, when they pass and they can, of course, they see everything about us then, they see all the things that we never told them. They see, they, they see how we're really living. They see who we really are. I'm not sure that's a good thing, but, uh, but <laughs> I think you've, I think your father is extremely protective of you. And at that time, he saw what was going on and he thought, better stick here. I'm going to stick to her a little bit. It's not about him not being able to cross over at all. I think he's fine. But I do think that he was trying to protect you in his way and to let you know that he was around you. But uh, since that time, it's not that he's left you. It's just that You've moved on a lot. You've become stronger. You've become emotionally stronger. You've become a more powerful person within your own self. 
And so he doesn't need to be there with you so much. So, you know, don't worry. He's not gone anywhere. And I do feel there's a special bond between you. He loves you very much. Uh, and he'll be there when it's your turn, which will be in quite a long time ahead. So, you know, so, so I hope that answers the point here on life. I'm sorry, what, darling? So buckle up for the time here on life. Well, you know, don't we all have to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you are strong enough to do that, I can assure you. Which is why he doesn't feel the need to be there with you continually, constantly. Brian has another question and then we'll, we'll be done. Yes, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Rosemary. Hi. Um, I have one of my one of my children that has been distant for quite some time now. Could you maybe shed some light if there's going to be any hope in that relationship in the future? So we had this same issue with somebody today. Okay. Never, ever allow your children to get away with it, Brian. Never. Um, you know, we, we don't always get on with our kids. There are always issues with them. We love them desperately, but boy, can they be a pain in the butt sometimes. Uh, what you need to do is, I think you need to be reaching out. You don't only have to do it maybe, you know, once or twice a week. Send a card, make a phone call. Uh, don't expect uh, it's going to improve immediately. And don't expect if you make a phone call, it's going to return it. But, you know, leave a message on his phone or send him a, a, a card saying, you know, just letting you know I love you or I'm just thinking about you. You know, I was doing so-and-so the other day and just thinking about you. Um, you don't ever give up on your children. They may give up on you, but don't you as a parent ever give up on them. Always let them know if you can, uh, and you can, always let them know that uh, no matter what, no matter what is going on, you don't have to ask the reasons why. You don't, it doesn't matter the reasons why. The only thing that matters is for you to say, just checking in on you, I love you. Or just, you know, send a card, just thinking about you. Just want you to know I love you. You do that once or twice a week and uh, just keep at it. And, uh, you know, you know the saying, kill them with kindness, Brian? Yes. That's what you need to do. As a parent, never, ever, ever give up. Now, it may take a week, a month, may take a couple of years. If you keep it up, he'll be so mad. He'll be so irritated. And then at some point when he grows up, he'll say, oh, you know, obviously my dad does love me. Obviously, maybe I was wrong about things. In his own time, let him come around. But don't write the letter saying, I don't like talking to me anymore. Don't write the letter that says, call me. Uh, don't, don't leave the message that says, I'm heartbroken. Why aren't you talking to us? Because then you're looking for something back from him and he isn't ready to give it. You reach out. Hi, son. Just thinking about you. Just thought I'd give you a call and tell you I love you. And that's it. And then you do the same thing a couple of days later, or a few days later, or the following week. You've got to be, you know what it's like with children? You've got to be persistent, but never give up on him. If you don't give up on him, then the chances are he won't give up on himself because you'll have taught him. You 
we teach our children by the what we not by what we say to them but but by our actions so your actions should be loving giving hi darling i love you I'm just want you to know i love you just want you to know i'm thinking about you persevere brian i promise it'll come right thank you rosemary you're very welcome um very thank you so much go ahead well i was going to say i'm really very very sorry but i do i i need it somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. i know you have a, <laughs> i know you have ratatouille to make and <laughs> oh, oh the ratatouille's made yeah i've made the ratatouille between my meetings i've been running dashing through the kitchen well, thank you, you so much Thank you so much, all of you, for inviting me. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of you, but, you know, it's not just not possible. Uh, and, uh, you know, sort of check out my website or, you know, just keep, keep on your spiritual journey. Keep asking those questions. Keep on your spiritual journey uh, because it's the best journey ever. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.